0: This is Canada HR News for October 3rd, 2022. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about a labor market update, compensation trends, provincial announcements related to employment, the great retirement wave as a reaction to pandemic, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. Indeed Hiring Lab published their first quarterly Canadian labour market update, a recap of developments based on the latest data from Indeed and other sources. They report that while the Canadian labour market is strong today, labour force survey data show the momentum has cooled. As of September 23rd, job postings on Indeed slipped 9% from their early May peak but we're still up 59% from the pre-pandemic level, suggesting that hiring remains solid for now. There has been a substantial decline in the number of Canadians out of work for over a year since mid-2021. Canada's net job losses over the past three months have come from retail and wholesale trade, as well as education. There is ongoing growth in professional and technical services, finance and real estate industries in contrast to reports about layoffs in these areas overall job seeker confidence in finding new work remains decent compensation news 2023 salary guide from Robert Half reveals how employers are stepping up pay perks and benefits to win talent Salaries are trending upward. To recruit skilled professionals, 42% of employers are offering higher starting salaries. In addition, 79% of managers who increased base compensation for new hires in the past year have also made pay adjustments for their current employees. Perks are becoming more generous. 9 in 10 companies have added new perks in response to challenging hiring market. The most common perks include mental health resources – 39%, flex time – 38% and wellness programs – 38% of employers have added those. Despite overall salary growth in Canada, more than half of professionals – 57% – feel underpaid, 34% plan to ask for a raise if they don't get one, or the amount is lower than they anticipated by year-end. Further, nearly 37% would consider changing employers for a 10% increase in pay. To better position themselves for a raise, workers are taking on responsibilities outside their job description, acquiring new and relevant skills or certifications, and researching salaries and sharing discrepancies with their manager. Workers overall remain confident. 47% of professionals are more likely to request a higher salary today compared to 12 months ago. 57% employees feel they are in the driver's seat when it comes to negotiating pay, perks and benefits. Salary is often the first consideration when workers are evaluating their overall job satisfaction, but Robert Half researchers Remind readers it is important to weigh other factors such as flexible work options and a supportive team and a manager. This episode includes provincial updates from Ontario, British Columbia, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. We start with the province of Ontario. The Ontario government is moving forward with plans to expand benefits like health, dental, prescription drug and vision care to more workers who need coverage, and they are seeking public feedback. Results from an online public survey will inform the design and implementation of a proposed benefits plan that would make Ontario the first province in Canada to cover millions of precarious workers in sectors such as retail, the gig economy and hospitality. Most workers in Ontario with full-time, permanent jobs have medical insurance and dental coverage. However, fewer than a quarter of people who work part-time or in precarious jobs have similar benefits, which means these workers and their families often have to make difficult choices between their health and other necessities like food and shelter. Independent contractors, gig workers, low-wage workers, newcomers, younger workers are less likely to have workplace benefits. Public feedback is open until December 16th, and it will help determine the Portable Benefits Advisory Panel's recommendations expected in summer 2023. Expanding health and benefits coverage is part of Ontario's plan to attract the best workers from across Canada and around the world, by making the province the best place to live, work, and raise a family. A reminder to employers in Ontario that employ 25 or more employees that after October 11, you need to have a written policy in place outlining electronic monitoring of employees. The policy must state whether or not the employer electronically monitors employees. If the employer does, the policy must include a description of how and in what circumstances the employer may electronically monitor employees, the purposes for which the information obtained through electronic monitoring may be used by the employer, the date the policy was prepared, and the date any changes were made to the policy. These requirements were added to the Employment Standards Act on April 11, 2022. Where an employer has multiple locations, all employees employed at each location in Ontario must be included when determining whether the 25-employee threshold has been met. The Government of Alberta adds $750 million to healthcare to help recruit and retain doctors, support rural and remote programming, and expand capacity across the system. A new agreement between the government and the Alberta Medical Association has been ratified by physicians throughout the province. The government will invest more than $250 into recruitment and retention programs, so more Albertans can access family doctors. As part of this agreement, physicians will receive an average rate increase between 4 and 5.25% over the next three years. British Columbia launches a health human resources strategy to optimize the health system, expand training, and further improve recruitment and retention of healthcare professionals. The strategy will help add more doctors, nurses, and health sciences professionals, new education and training seats, and taking actions to improve retention and to optimize the system to help with workload. The strategy will focus on four key areas – retain, redesign, recruit, and train. The multi-year strategy has several actions started in 2022-23. They include 14 new undergraduate medical education seats and up to 88 new residency seats at the University of British Columbia Faculty of Medicine. Beginning October 14, pharmacists will adapt and renew prescriptions for a wider range of drugs and conditions. The Ministry of Health is working with the College of Pharmacists of BC on regulations that will enable pharmacists to prescribe for minor ailments and contraception by spring 2023. New regulations that enable paramedics and first responders to provide a broader range of services to better care for their patients during emergencies. More actions related to the strategy will be announced in the coming weeks and months with additional steps in the following years. Population in Saskatchewan grew by 6,500 people in Q2 of 2022. This is the largest jump in a single quarter since Statistics Canada started releasing quarterly population counts in 1971. Trade and Export Development Minister Jeremy Harrison explains that Saskatchewan's economy is firing on all cylinders and creating thousands of new jobs. The province has plenty of opportunities welcoming communities and a more affordable cost of living than most other places in Canada. Today, there are more than 15,000 job postings on saskjobs.ca. Canada is facing the Great Retirement as the boomers make their exit from the workforce. The wave of retirements is driven by workers in high-pressure sectors such as healthcare, construction, retail, and education and social assistance. An increasing number retire before they turn 65. A new analysis from the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives found that 73,000 more people retired in the year ending August 2022 compared to a year earlier. This is a jump of 32%. While it is unusual to see retirements at this level, A closer look at the industries paints a picture of burnout, stress, and ongoing pandemic difficulties, leading to workers retiring earlier than they perhaps planned. By April 2022, retirements in healthcare in a year had almost doubled, with 19,000 excess retirements compared with a year earlier. In healthcare, there hasn't been a break for two years, with dual pressures of the pandemic and surgery backlogs. This likely means that there's a wave of highly skilled nurses leaving the profession, perhaps due to burnout after two years of pandemic. The retirement wave is mostly about Ontario workers. Excess retirements in Quebec also make up part of the picture, but that's largely due to Quebec being our second biggest province. The other peculiar feature of Canada's Great Retirement Wave is that a surprising number of relatively younger workers, ages 55 to 59, are choosing to leave the workforce. Generally, workers have been working much later in life than in previous decades. The 2022 Great Retirement Wave is reversing this trend in key industries where there are labour shortages. For workers who are close to retirement, the economic reopening in 2022 may have been an indication that work in these critical industries isn't going to be the same as it was before COVID 19. And retirement for them may be the answer. The British airline Virgin Atlantic has announced an update to its gender identity policy and removed requirement for its employees to wear gendered uniform options. The company states that the policy champions the individuality of Virgin Atlantic's people by enabling them to wear the clothing that expresses how they identify or present themselves. Wider updates include the introduction of optional pronoun badges for employees and passengers, mandatory inclusivity training for staff, and training in destination with tourism and hotel partners. It comes as research finds that allowing staff to embrace their individuality at work increases mental well-being, feelings of happiness, and creates a better experience for staff and customers. Launched as part of its Be Yourself agenda, the airline has already unveiled a series of industry-leading inclusivity initiatives for its people to ensure they can be truly themselves at work and feel comfortable in their roles. And this was Canada HR News for October 3rd, 2022. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcasts. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at cadhrnews.com or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.